I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> Kia ora everybody. I'm Jordan, host of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. It's my hope that you find support and comfort in these stories and I'm really looking forward to bringing you today's episode. Just a reminder before we get started that these are personal experiences and you should always seek medical advice before making any important decisions. I'm not an advocate for any particular model of birth or birth care, and this is simply a platform to share these empowering Kiwi birth tales with you all. In today's episode, you'll be hearing from Moira. After an initial miscarriage, Moira had a vaginal birth with her baby girl, Neve. She ended up with some quite bad tearing post-birth and also talks us through her experience with placenta encapsulation and how she thinks that helped her after having baby Neve. I'll let her talk you through the rest of her story and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi Moira, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm really happy to have you on the podcast. Hi, no problem. Would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about you, who's in your family, where you live, what you're all up to at the moment? Um, so yeah, I'm Moira. Um, I live in Hamilton and, uh, with my baby Neve and my partner Adam. So I'm a stay at home mum and Adam is a tattoo artist. Amazing. Tattoo artist is a very interesting job. That's very cool. And did you and your partner plan to get pregnant? Had you always wanted to have a baby? Do you want to talk us through that process and how you ended up at pregnancy? So, no, we we didn't really plan to get pregnant. Um, so we were pregnant before we had Neve, and I had a miscarriage, which was, it was really hard because um, we were going through, like, quite a lot of other personal stuff at the time. So it was, it was like, not good timing. It was really hard, um, all of that. After finding out you're pregnant, even if you don't plan it. It's kind of like we expected to have a baby. So after that, uh, we kind of just decided that we, if it happened again, it would. Um, and I had been told when I was younger that it might be quite hard to get pregnant as well. So I was always worried that I wouldn't be able to or that the same thing would happen. Yeah, that's understandable. And did it take you long to get pregnant again or how was that process for you? Um, So it wasn't long at all. So it was about, I had got my period once and then the next one I was pregnant again. So it was really quick and it was better timing like the second time with Neve. Yeah, it it was a lot better for us to be in that situation then and we kind of were more, even though we hadn't really planned it, we were more prepared for it and it wasn't as as big a shock. Yeah, and how did you find out that you were pregnant? Did you have any symptoms or you missed a period and you thought that you might take a test? Do you want to talk us through that? 
Yeah, I I didn't find out for a while the second time. Um, yeah, I had I had missed a period, but I was I was a bit worried about it, and I didn't really want to know because I was worried that the same thing would happen again. For a long time, for both of us, we were kind of just waiting for something uh, bad to happen, and so it, well, we didn't really tell many people for a while, and. Even for me, up until Neve was born, I thought that something was going to happen and we wouldn't have her. But then we ended up with an amazing baby, so it was all worth it. <laughs> cool. And did you have a birth plan or a method of care in mind that you wanted to use? I didn't have anything set in stone. I wanted to have as natural as possible birth, but I just wanted Neve to be safe. So if yeah, we had to do certain things during birth, then I wanted to be open to that. We didn't have the best midwife. Um, we found that, yeah, there was just like quite a few things that we didn't feel too confident um, in her about. Yeah. Uh, so if I ever had another baby, I would do, I would get someone that I was really confident in. Um, in yep. the Waikato, there's quite a shortage of midwives, so we weren't actually mm-hmm. even able to swap. So, yeah, so we decided to give birth at the hospital, and then because we would be in the best place if there was something was to go wrong, because I had yep. it in my head that something was going to go wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we would go down to the birthing centre after we'd given birth. Awesome. And did you go to any birth classes before you went into labour or anything like that? Or did you sort of do any research? I did a bit of research. Um, I kind of, looking back at it now, I wish I did more. But I kind of was like, oh, I'll get round to that. And then it was yeah. kind of too late. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah. we went to antenatal classes, which was really good. We went quite early because I'm quite organised and I wanted to get them out of the way. Where the other mums there were all like 10 weeks ahead of us and so oh, yeah. I'm still friends with a, um, a group of them now but all their babies are quite a lot older so yeah. um, that was the only annoying thing about that having quite a bit of a age gap but it was yeah, nice okay. to do that. A lot of it I had already read up about and kind of understood but it was good for Adam hearing it and um it was kind of a good thing for us to do together as well yeah yeah and how far along were you when you went into labor so well I had been given there was a bit of confusion I'd been given two due dates when I got my um scan they had said I was due on the 25th of December and then another scan had said it was the 30th and there was confusion between them so the 30th was my actual due date so I went yeah. into labour on the 29th. Cool. And did you want to take us through, I guess, those early stages of labour and then into your birth story now? Yep. So um, the last, like, 10 weeks of my pregnancy were quite hard um, on my back. I have had a back injury previously, and so that kind of flared up um, because of my job of standing as well. Yeah, so I... I saw an osteo as well and um, I've got quite a small pelvis and so that was like I was getting a bit of trouble with that Um, but I wasn't working for like the last 
um, but leading up to giving birth, so that kind of helped that out a bit. Um, but yeah, going into having these um, the last couple of days before that, I just wanted to, her to be born because it was that last summer was really hot here. Yeah. And um, I just oh wanted her out. Yeah. And now I look at it, I kind of wish that I had spent more time <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> Yeah. I have a baby, but um, I had been having quite bad um, Braxton Hicks a couple of days before having Neve and the day of going into labour, um, but I was like, oh, they're just Braxton, Braxton Hicks. That was okay, um, and it was at midnight on the 29th, I went in to, I went to the bathroom and my waters broke and they were just a little yeah. bit. And so I was like, oh, okay. And I was kind of just, I was really excited. And then I started getting yeah. contractions. So my contractions were horrible. Um, but for me, um, the way that Neve was lying, um, she was posterior lie, so her back was facing my back. Apparently it's because of that. Um, but my contractions started out like, three minutes apart and so because neither of us kind of really knew like what to do or anything like that yeah. I was like oh I thought it was like around when they're that minute apart and three minutes and lasting like a minute or something like that that you go to the hospital and so I yeah. was really like didn't know what to do um but I actually got an app where I downloaded it and it recorded my contractions uh, um, yeah, yeah. and the app said within like an hour after it happening that I should be going to the hospital because they were the right amount of time and um, length. Um, yeah. My um, mother-in-law was here, which was really good because <laughs> Adam and I, yeah, kind of did not to do. And she rang my midwife, and she was really good because she spoke for me because my midwife was like, oh, no, you don't need to come. But yeah. being me, I was like, no, well, the app says that I do, so <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, and so we went to the hospital, and my waters broke again um, going to the car. And, um, well, they had already broken, but they started leaking more um, yeah. on the way to the car and in the car. And so, um, luckily, I had we took towels with us, and my pants were saturated, and it's such a, <laughs> the, a funny feeling. Yeah. And so I got to the hospital, and they were like two minutes apart then as well. The midwife, my midwife, got there, and she checked me, and she was like, "You're only two centimeters dilated. You have to go home." Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, what?" Um, <laughs> so at the time, I was really upset because I was like, "I." thought that I was going to have a baby, um, but yeah. now that I look at it and I've kind of heard different birth stories, I was like, oh, you know, it should have been going on for longer, but because my contractions were so close together, I just thought that I was like, oh, maybe, yeah. you know, I've been dilating all day and yeah, yeah. it's happening now. So we came home and I we stayed at home until been 7.30 the next morning and they... Yeah, I said just go get some sleep. Um, and because my contractions were, they were really up and down. They were like one to three minutes apart, like 
um, varying between it. So I was really exhausted um, by the time it came to like 7.30, 8 o'clock the next morning. And yeah. I was just so tired because I hadn't had a break. Um, and so I was like, can you please take me back? Like I, I, <laughs> yeah. I need to go. <laughs> and so we went and that was horrible going on the drives, like in the car, both, uh, both yeah. times. It was so horrible. <laughs> Um, and then we got there the second time and I don't really remember much of this time because I guess from the pain, but I was only three centimeters dilated. Um, but they kept me in because I was really exhausted. And so I went in and I was in the shower from when we got there for about four hours. Um, and I had some of the gas in the shower. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today as well which that really helped um and took the edge off and um yeah. the shower was like really hot and steamy and um Adam was sitting in there on the chair and he actually fell asleep and uh, <laughs> my mum woke him up and he was so confused he didn't know where he was or what was happening oh my goodness it was quite funny but um yeah, yeah so I was in the shower for for ages um and I eventually got out because I was starting to feel quite sick and um, from having the gas, um, it started making me vomit. Um, yeah. So I was just, yeah, really exhausted. By that time, it must have been about 2 o'clock the next day, I think. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, uh, I, yeah. I, I just can't do it. And so I decided to have an epidural, which at the time I was like, my mum was like, are you disappointed in me? Because <laughs> oh. I had in my head that, like, I could do this without it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so I got that. And then it took a couple of hours for it to work because I was lying on my side and it only worked on half of my side, or like half yeah. of my body. And so they had to yeah. put in some more... Um, and they got me to lie on my back. And so it took about, yeah, like three hours for the epidural to work. Yeah, so um, they put a monitor on and Neve was fine. But I stopped progressing, um, which they say can happen with epidurals. So it was a couple of hours. I was like, I can kind of remember from then onwards. I couldn't remember much before that because of the pain. Um, but Yeah, it was a bit more manageable. Yeah, yeah, so that was good, and I was able to talk, and I think I might have slept for a little bit as well, which was good. And then they checked me again. I think it must have been about 5 o'clock, and I was fully dilated. But then there was quite a bit of confusion because I got handed off over to the hospital, and so um, there was kind of three different midwives who were in charge, including mine. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so... 
I kind of was fully dilated and then they went on their breaks. And so oh. I didn't start pushing for like an hour later when they got back from their break. The, the midwife who was in the hospital that had actually helped me through the whole thing, she came back and gave birth to me, which was really great because um, she was really lovely and she's been really good throughout it. And um, I pushed really well considering I had an epidural. Oh, they said yeah. that was really amazing. Um, but, um, yeah, so it was about half an hour, 40 minutes of pushing in Eva's board. Um, and the cord was around her neck, but it wasn't tight. Um, and so okay. I think they just slipped that off. And, yeah, she was born and she was here. And it was really amazing because we hadn't known what we were having um, because oh, awesome. I really wanted to have a girl. And um, if I didn't, then I knew that whenever I saw the baby, whatever sex it was, I was going to, to love it. Yeah. But I always yeah. thought that it was going to be a girl, um, and everyone else thought it was going to be a boy. <laughs> but, yeah, the best, the best thing ever was hearing, because, yeah, my mum and Adam's mum were there. And, yeah. um, like, I always remember um, how when Neve came out, they like it's a girl and yeah, yeah that was like amazing and I was like are you sure <laughs> I'm like I'm pretty sure <laughs> I had skin to skin straight away with her yeah um and they um and she was fine um I tore quite badly though they thought I had third degree tearing um because of I didn't tear with her head but with her shoulders because they were the widest bit came out. Um, yeah. Yeah, that took for me. So, yeah, it was only um, second-degree tearing. Yeah, that was pretty painful once the epidural wore off. Um, yeah, I bet. But, yeah, so she was born and, and she was fine. Yeah, and did you have, a like, a physiological third stage? So did you birth the placenta naturally or did they give you the injection to help speed that up? They gave me the injection. Yeah, um, so yeah. I um, kept my placenta and I got it made into pills. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah, so I've done like a bit of research on that and it's and just all the benefits of it. And I think yeah. that it really helped me. Um, the main reason I was, I was worried about like baby blues um, and also because I'm vegan, um, like it's really good for iron and things like that as well yeah. and um, your milk supply. And whether it was placebo effect or not, um, they they really helped me. And um, we've got I've got like a picture of my placenta and everything. It's it's quite cool. Awesome, that's amazing. And how did Neve go with breastfeeding? Did she latch fairly quickly in the hospital, or yeah, was it? She was good. Um, I was still like quite out of it, and I didn't really I didn't know what I was doing. So the nurses yeah. helped with that, but. Once I kind of got it, I we both just got it really quickly. Um, and oh, cool. when we went to the birthing centre as well, it was good. Like I had lots of colostrum as well, which um, yeah. they were telling me that I was a really good cow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, we've kind of – we've always had a, like a really good go with breastfeeding. Um, I yeah. did go through like obviously – the state like when you first start breastfeeding your nipples are really sore so that was like quite painful I guess for the first like 
couple of weeks just getting used to it. Like it would be quite sore when she would latch, but um, but it we we got there in the end. And once my nipples toughened up, um, it was fine. Um, I I got some manuka gel pads to put on them, and that really helped. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm still breastfeeding now, and she's um, ten months old, and I'm planning on breastfeeding until she's two, hopefully. Awesome, um, yeah. Just depending on how it goes, but I love it so much. It's, yeah, it's really a great way to bond, and um, and I'm, I feel really lucky to be able to do it because I have a lot of friends and know a lot of people that haven't been able to breastfeed. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I feel really lucky. Awesome, and you mentioned before that you were a little bit worried about post-baby blues. Did you experience any of that or you managed to find that you were fine? No, I didn't. Like, I, um, yeah, like, I think that taking my placenta did help. I mean, I yeah. got that feeling of being overwhelmed and, like, holy crap, <laughs> this is a baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, I didn't really. Like, I um, have have now and and had a lot of support which really helped and yep. got amazing friends as well um because of my close friends I'm the only one with a baby yeah so that is always it's a bit different because it kind of it makes things a bit harder but they're all so understanding and, and helpful and they love Neve and so um, yeah amazing it's, it's been really good cool that's great. And so you're obviously still breastfeeding. Have you got your period back or not yet? Um, yes, I did. I did get it back last month, which I was really sad about because it was really great not having it. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. had quite a bad period as well. Um, but my, my naturopath said that that can happen the first couple because it's been so long yeah. since I, I had a period, yeah. even because I only had one before I had Neve. Um, and so... Yeah, just my body kind of getting back into into routine. Um, after yeah. I had Neve as well, though, I had quite a lot of bleeding. Um, and yeah. so I had that for the first, like, eight weeks. I was, I was okay. bleeding. Um, and yeah. so I went to see the doctor about it, and I went to see um, a gynecologist about it because I was quite concerned why that was happening. Um, but they said that if you breastfeed quite often, um, the lining on your uterus just keeps coming away or something like that. So okay. it's quite thin. Yeah. And so you're building. Um, and so as Neve got a bit older and she wasn't feeding enough, um, as much, sorry, um, it, it stopped. And so um, that was like good that there was nothing else wrong. Awesome. And you recovered from the tear okay, I guess, the stitches and everything um, like that? Not really. Like, it's um, it's only now a little bit better, but um, yeah. I'm still having a, a little bit of problems with it. Um, like, it's still yeah. a bit tender and it's 10 months yeah. on. So um, I think that um, I need to go back to, to see a specialist about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of annoying, but... Um, yeah, so I kind of I need to get on to, to doing that. Um, yeah. I also um, with when I got my catheter put in when I was um, in labour, it wasn't inserted properly as well, so that actually oh, no. like did a bit of damage too. 
So um, that was, yeah, a bit unfortunate as well. Yeah, that is unfortunate. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your birth story. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Kiwi Birth Tales podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your feedback. So either leave a review on the podcast app that you're listening on or head to our Instagram at Kiwi Birth Tales and leave a comment there. If you're interested in sharing your birth tale, then please head to the Instagram page and use the email link to get in touch. Thanks again for listening. I really look forward to sharing the next episode with you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.